This is Rhema for Today. That at this very moment, there are people all over the world that are ready to get to, to be saved. But they got to have a harvester. So we have to pray. Sometimes you become the harvester. But sometimes you're praying and you don't know who becomes the harvester because they're all over the world. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagan on his teaching, Gathering in the Harvest in the Last Days, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Pastor Kenneth Hagan for today's message. You know, we've been talking about the last days, but and we. And both, mostly we're talking about uh, getting ready for the coming of Christ. But we, to get ready for the coming of Christ, we need to gather the harvest in the last days. But you know, in the days that we're living in, there is so much anti-Semiticism, you know, against the Jew. There's so much atheistic and humanistic ideas, being anti-God, anti-Christian rhetoric, that's, uh, you, you hear it everywhere. You know, and people are always screaming tolerance and be tolerant. We got to be toler- tolerant. But it's ain't, <laughs> the problem is that they're tolerant of everything but God and the Bible. Amen. You know, I've, I've said it in the other day, other lessons, there's, there's, I mean, you just got to look around and you can see we're living in the last days. You know, in the last days, we need to be alert to listen to the Spirit of God. Now, that book, my my book, Listen to Your Heart, is just my take on uh, how to be led by the Spirit of God. Just a little different take on it. If you ever notice, uh, Dad preached... uh, his, you know, faith from 11:23, Mark 11:23, 11:20, and 22. I do it a certain way, and I notice Craig; he does it a little different than I do because you 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 tend to to speak in in line with what what you what your generation was. You ever notice that? John 16:13 says. When, the, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he, and, and there's some others there, but then the last part says, he will tell you of things to come. God wants us to hear his voice in these days. He wants us to know what we need to do and to fulfill our assignments in the last days. Now, what would, should be the major task of us believers in the last days? Not just preachers, not just workers in the church, Believers, what is our task? Well, all we got to do is look at the words of Jesus in Matthew 9, 37. Then he said to the disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of harvest to send out labors into the harvest. Well, there's one thing we're supposed to do. We're supposed to pray for harvesters. That's what Jesus said to. Then in John 4, 35, 
Do not say there are still four months and then come the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift your eyes up and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And the NLT says it this way, you you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. Now, how many of you are from farm country? All right. How many of you grew up on a farm? Or maybe your grandpa was a farmer or something. You know, now grandpa was a farmer, my, mom, my mom's dad. I didn't know my dad's dad. Uh, my mom's dad was, he, he was a farmer in that black land down there in North Texas, that black land. And that black land grow, grows cotton, really good cotton. Now, Papa, he would, I, I used to stay with him because daddy was traveling and I'd stay with him five, I was five years old, six years, you know, before I started school. See, I, I was six, but in the state of Texas, they didn't have, when I started school, they didn't have kindergarten and you had to be six on the first day of September before you couldn't start school. Well, my birthday was the third day of September, so I had to wait a whole year to start the school. So I was always the oldest one in my class. But, you know, and I'd, I'd go out, I'd go out with Grandpa, and we'd go out there, and he'd go out, and he'd you know, looking at the fields and looking at stuff, you know. And, and uh, he, he, him and my mother's brother, Uncle Guy, uh, they call me Wayne. That's my middle name. They're the only two that ever call me Wayne, and that's the only two that ever, that ever got away with it. I don't mind the name, but because they call me that, it was, it, it's, it's, it's sort of sentimental and I don't want anybody else doing it. And he'd say, Wayne, hey, uh, come here. Let me show you something. He said, see this, see this cotton right here? And he'd hold that bowl in his hand and he'd say, now you, you don't understand it, but I, I know three weeks from now we'll be picking this. And I said, Grandpa, how you know? He said, well, you can look at, you can look at what the plant. You can look at this bulb, and you know that it, it's, it, it's starting to turn color. It's fixing to start to pop open. And when it popped open, there'd be that cotton in there. You go pick that cotton. That's what picking cotton is. You got you to you pick it out of there, you know. That's what they used to. Now they got the machines that do it, you know. But, you know, he would know... Just by looking at that crop, he would know when it was ready, when it was going to be ready for harvest. Now he would he would go back and he would say, he would tell Grandma and he said, "Okay, now, okay, Savannah, that was her name." He'd say, "Savannah, listen, I want you to start getting a hold of people and 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 lining them up to, because we're going to start picking." And he'd tell her the date they was going to start picking. He knew that the field was ripe for when it will be ripe for harvest. God is saying here that the field is ripe for harvest. It's not going to be. See, he would say it was going to be because he could tell. But he said it's ready. It's already ready. This means that at this very moment, there are people all over the world that are ready to get to, to be saved. But they got to have a harvester. So we have to pray. Sometimes you become the harvester. 
But sometimes you're praying and you don't know who becomes the harvester because they're all over the world. See, now is the day of salvation. You know, at harvest time, a farmer looks over the field and he instructs the, them where to, where to start first. You know, if he's got more than one field, he instructs them which field to start in first. And they, they, they start in the field that is more ripe for harvest because by the time they get through at that field, the other field will be ready and they can go over to that field. But God knows. He knows when people are ready to receive the gospel. And we pray for harvesters to go in the field. You know, James 5, 7 says, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. See, we, we have to see people as God sees them. As long as we don't see people the way God sees them, then they do not become a priority for us. You know, in this natural world, there's a lot of things that we consider valuable and precious. You know, gold, silver, diamonds, money. That's one thing I've always liked. My wife, she does not like a lot of, a lot of jewelry. And I, even if I buy her something, she, 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 I've, I've, I've tried to redo her wedding band. You know, it'll be 50 years in December, and I try to. Nope, I want this is the one. I want it. That's it. You know, but some people, some ladies, they like those diamonds and furs and all that stuff. And we all, we all like gold and money. You know, don't sit there and look at me like that. You all like money. <laughs> but we must value the things that God values. We must consider precious the things that God considers precious. Jesus didn't die for money and gold. He died for people. He didn't die to save this planet. He died for people. He didn't die for anything else except his man that was created in the image of God and that the devil stole. God paid a high price for the salvation of mankind, the highest price that anybody's ever paid. He can, his most valuable possession is mankind. We see the heart of the Father as it's revealed in Jesus in Matthew 14, 14. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. Now, you've got to understand something about when, the, when this scripture, about this scripture. This was actually in an hour when he was actually in grief, and he had pulled away by himself because his cousin John had been killed. John the Baptist had been killed. And he, but however, 
even in that hour, he was still moved with compassion and he healed the sick people. You know, we must ask God to have compassion. We should be compassionate. You know, I drive down the street and I, I see things and my heart is stirred and I said, God, send somebody across their path. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagan, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for $19.95. That's $10.90 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Don't forget, we have Rainbow Bible Church, Oklahoma City, 8921 Northwest Expressway. We meet on Sunday night at 6 p.m. And so if you're in the area, come and join us. Experience Sunday morning on Sunday, Sunday night. night. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue with Kenneth Hagin's life-changing message on gathering in the harvest in the last days. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagin.